Well, K Fox right here on 100.3 WRMB. It is 7.06. It's Tuesday, June 12th. 54 degrees going up to 77. K, I am so happy right now. We have this young gentleman in here. And a lot of times we we celebrate, I feel like, you know, I'm going to say it. In the black community, we celebrate the wrong things. And this young gentleman, he's 18 years old. I got it. I was looking for him. And shout out to Daryl Shuler. Daryl Shuler gave me a call maybe about three weeks ago. And he said, man, yeah, have you heard about uh, Richard Jenkins? I said, yes, I've been trying to hunt him down. He's like, look, I got it. I know his people. Daryl's like the unofficial mayor. He's like, I know his people. Richard graduated from Girard College and he's going to Harvard. He's going to Harvard University on a full scholarship. We have Richard Jenkins here right now. What's the Morning Show with K Fox? What's up, Richard? How's it going, man? We're we're really I'm really proud of you. We're really proud of of your accomplishments. Um, I know you had like a hard road growing up. Just tell the people, you know, some of the you know the trials and tribulations you had to you know go through growing up here. Or you know, I know you you moved around a lot. Okay. So first, thank you. Um, second. So basically, like the the main thing was through from fourth through sixth grade, I was homeless. Um, when I was in third grade, my mom kind of lost the house. She couldn't pay for it because uh, she had just gotten out of a divorce. So uh, after third grade, we moved to Tennessee with one of her friends. Um, that didn't end up working out, so we ended up moving to Florida um, into a shelter. And then after we left the shelter for whatever reason, I can't remember. Just you know, I was like nine. Yeah. Um, we ended up bouncing around from motel to motel, uh, basically using whatever money my mom had at the time. Uh, she was like an Avon saleswoman, just trying to scrape stuff together. Um, and at some point, she got a place back in Philly with um, one of her friends named Jeff. And that just that just imploded after like a few months, really. And so I ended up staying with my dad for a little bit. But then I had to move back in with my mom into the shelter in Germantown called Wayne House um, or Wayne Hall, one of the two. Yeah. Um, and it was basically like this big house on um, on Wayne Avenue in Germantown where there were like six or seven, maybe eight families staying there while I was there. Um, it was led by um, this Christian women's organization. Um, I mean, it was it was a nice thing, but like it wasn't my own place. Yeah. Um, so I would struggle with, you know, talking to friends about that kind of stuff and trust, knowing who to trust, like, because you can't tell everybody, you know, you don't have a place to stay. Yeah. It just doesn't look like It that. was tough growing up. Yeah. And kids can be cruel. Oh, definitely. You know? Definitely. And you you took that and you said, man, I got to I gotta really focus on my education. When did you get really serious about your education? All right, I got really serious in sixth grade because I saw education for me as a way out because I already knew I wasn't athletic. I actually had uh, what was called exercise-induced asthma, which, thinking about it now, that sounds like a joke because it's like, okay, um, what? <laughs> but no, nah, um, so I saw academics as like my, my only way out. So I, I buckled down. I won a couple of awards, a couple of scholastic awards that year uh, at my school. I think one for science and one for reading or something like that. Um, but ever since then, it's been up. Man. Since sixth grade. And how did you keep motivated? How do you, how, what made you keep on going and say, I got to get out and keep with your studies? And um, One good motivator is not having food in the fridge. Okay. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that, that that's basically the main thing. Man, that's. You and, say, I got to eat. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, that's so amazing because a lot of other kids in your, in your situation would say, you know what? 
I'm going to just go to the streets. We got to get money. You hear it all the time. Like, man, we had to get money. We had to do this. We didn't have any food in the fridge. I had to go on the block. And you went the opposite way. What I know, you, I saw that you were a part of this after-school program that helped your writing. What was that called? That was and how called, did that help you? That was Mighty Writers. Um, when I was in eighth grade, my mom set me up with that because it was in the neighborhood. Um, it really helped me, like, actually develop, like, formal writing. Because by up, up until that point, I've been doing like fiction, like for fun. Um, and you know, my friends said I was good, but it wasn't like actual, like, high-quality stuff. Mighty Writers helped me develop that into being able to write essays and stuff like that, um, which ended up paying off in the long run because I honestly think it was my uh, my personal statement for Harvard that helped me get in. Man, wow, we got we got Richard Jenkins here. He's going to Harvard in August. Harvard, the listen, they used to tease him and bully him and call him, nickname him Harvard. Well, ha ha. Jokes on you. He is going to Harvard. Mm. We're going to talk to you about your future. We're going to talk to you about what happened when you found out you were, you know, accepted to Harvard University. Keep it like right here. We have Richard Jenkins from Philadelphia, from Germantown, from the hood. Just, I'm happy, man. Me too. Because this, this is the thing. If we had a kid up here that averaged 35 points a game, 19 rebounds, 17 assists, people like, yo, man, you going to the league, man. You know, Guess what? Richard, he's going to be an owner. He can do whatever he wants. We got Richard Jenkins here. Keep it locked right here. We're going to talk to him more in 10 minutes. It is 712 right here on the Quincy Harris Morning Show with K Fox. Good morning, y'all. You just say, hey, (laughs) I can only dream. All right, so for me, it was like a funny story, actually. Um, What ended up happening was, I think in December of my junior year, I got an email from Harvard, like from the the promotional material that they usually send out. My naive self thought that that meant they actually believed I was a worthwhile candidate. So I'm looking at that email. I'm like, okay, I actually have a shot. So I start researching Harvard. I'm like, okay, let me find out what their financial aid is about. Because, you know, that's been the goal the whole time to be able to go to school, have no debt, not pay for anything. Um, So what actually what I actually found out was that Harvard had this program for if you make if your family makes under sixty five thousand dollars a year. You get to go there completely free. No cost to your parents. All they have is like your uh, student contribution, which they just expect you to work. Got it. Um, so from there on, I was like, okay, that's the goal. So I started, you know, taking um, taking the, uh, what are they called? The SATs and the ACTs a lot more seriously than I was. Um, just like buckled down, man. But it was like, for me, it wasn't okay. I'm doing all this so that I can get into Harvard. It was okay. I'm doing all this, and hopefully I get into Harvard. Got um, it. I wasn't trying to like be on that one track mind because if you do that, especially with an Ivy League school, especially with Harvard, you, you you're not you're likely to be disappointed. You know? Yeah, they only um, accept five percent, less than five percent of the students um, in this class that you you know that you got in. Right. So, where were you when you found out that? Boom. I got into Harvard. My hard work has paid off. So I was actually, I was in Paris um, on a school, on like spring break trip with uh, my school. And I'm like sitting in my hotel room because the decisions for Ivy League schools came out at 7 p.m. But in Paris, that meant 1 a.m. So I've been up for like three hours extra because I was just like going crazy with nerves and stuff. Um, So I'm on the phone. You know, discussing like, okay, how are we going to get through this? I ended up like going through my phone, opening up three tabs. 
because um, all the Ivy League decisions come out at once. Wow. So I had applied to Harvard, Yale, and Penn. All right, tell us about Penn. What happened with? I checked Penn. I got waitlisted. Mm. So I'm like, all right, at least that's not a denial. That looks good yeah. for other schools. I checked Yale, which I had been deferred from previously, and I got denied. My school denied mm. you. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my school, Yale. Wow. That's a slap in the face. Okay. So, um, so how were you feeling after that? Like, oh, at, at that point, I'm just, I'm just hurt, man. But like, it's because my other schools, like the ones that I, I knew I was gonna get into, like Temple. Uh, and Shaw, I, I <laughs> like uh, like Westchester stuff like that. Yeah, um, I I got into those schools, but the financial aid wasn't looking right. Um, I had like ten thousand, six thousand dollar gaps and stuff. What? Um, and I I just didn't know what to do with that because I'm like I can't apply for scholarships, but that might not go how it goes because I applied for like three or four scholarships through the Scholarly app, didn't get anything. Um, but yeah, so my head is going crazy at this point. But I'm just like my hand is working on its own. So I quickly go to the other tab, which is Harvard, refresh that. It said new messages popped up for you. I click the message and I like tossed my phone across the room because I saw the word welcome. Wow. And Woo. and you're in Paris. Exactly. Uh, so like that's the best place to receive that news. Man. So what'd your mom say? My mom said, I told you so. Oh. Cause um like throughout the whole time, I'm like, I'm like sort of a pessimist. Um so my mom was just like, yeah, you'll, you'll get in. Just stop worrying about it. Um, so I, I called her after I got the news and after I stopped jumping around with my friends in the room. And she's like, yeah, that's great. I told you you would do it. Wow. I'm real proud. How did you celebrate? I, I, I was in Paris. So I think that day we had went to the Garden of Versailles. Or the palace of Versailles. I celebrated by going to the Garden of Versailles. Uh, that's what I'm talking Excuse about. Me. Versailles is beautiful, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, when I went when I went when I was 17, it was amazing. Uh oh. Yeah, I've I've been to Paris as well. <laughs> <laughs> it was 2010. Anyway, what do you have to say to kids that are listening right now or parents that are listening right now? How can they get their kids or how can the kids right now listening get to a position where you are? Um really all it takes is focus and dedication. Because, uh, you know, you hear it all the time with, with like, basketball players. Um, you got to keep your mind on the goal. There's there's, there's many paths that will get you to where you want to be, but you can't get anywhere without having your mind in the right state. Um, you have to always be thinking about why you're doing what you're doing. You can't – giving up is something that's going to come to you. Like, that's going to be a natural reaction is, okay, stuff is hard. I don't want to do this no more. But it's like – if it comes to that, you have to understand that in order to achieve what you want to achieve, you can't give up. Um, there's a lot of times I wanted to quit. A lot of times I thought about some pretty dark stuff, but like it just I had to keep my mind out on where I was trying to go. Do you say programs like Freedom Riders helped you out? Mighty uh, Riders. Your Mighty Riders mm -hmm. took you to the next level? Yeah, I, I, I do think so because like it elevated my writing from like some childish kid stuff to... Uh, I guess Ivy League quality. Wow. Now, Q, what advice would you have for this young man going off to Harvard and, you know? Again, it, it would be saying staying focused with your goals, but then also find people that have come from your, you know, kind of background mm -hmm. that have achieved things like Harvard, who have graduated, you know, Harvard, Yale, and these Ivy League schools, and you know, get around them. You you were also saying that you um, and 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 it's also about your group. You, the people you surround yourself up, you know, right. by, and I think you know this right by now. Getting into Harvard is just the first step. 
Like, you can't be satisfied with just like, look, hey, man, I made it to Harvard. And I know you're not like that. But it's surrounding yourself around people in Harvard. Like, yo, they're going after the same goals because that would just rub off. Um, you also said that you're, you're going to Harvard and you want to major in computer science. Tell everybody what you said you wanted to, you know, to do and graduate. You said you want something kind of like uh, a Siri that you wanted to develop. Right. So I want to focus on artificial intelligence. And my, my end goal, like my total career goal, is to develop a fully sentient um, artificial intelligent program. What that means is basically I want to create a program that's aware of its own existence and is able to ask questions just like humans can. Got it. This dude it's is... a little scary. Yeah. Now, Q, behind the scenes, you also yeah. had some advice for him for young ladies as well. Yeah, no. Like, stay away. Stay away from the young mm-hmm. ladies. And if, they, if they're not on your level... Then you shouldn't be messing with him. Go up to Harvard, find you a Michelle Obama. She's working as hard as you. Well, he did say that Malia yes. is going there. He's blushing now. <laughs> that would be a really good couple, though. But we, make, we can't skate. We're focused. We're focused. <laughs> but he's got to live life, too. He does. He's gotta live, like, there's got to be a balance. But when he's 22, think okay. about this. He's right. 18. When he's 22, he'll be out here. Harvard graduate. Out in the world. Out here in the world. Look, sw- <laughs> yeah, swagging. And this is another thing. You, you said another piece of advice. Another piece of advice I would say to Richard Jenkins is this. You made it. So now it's your responsibility to make sure someone else mm-hmm. makes it. Right? Because, you know, you're going to go to Harvard. It's going to be tough. It's not only going to be tough, you know, uh, academically, but it's going to be tough because it's not going to be a lot of people that look like you and come from the situations that you come from. So, you know, like I told him, I think I talked to him like two weeks ago. Oh, guess what? You, I got two mentees for you. Mm. I got two. I got two mentees for you. That's They're really be young, and you got to you got to pour into them. Those are my kids, but you got <laughs> <laughs> already lining them oh, up. Oh, <laughs> already. But you got to pour into you know some kids that you know were at your situation maybe four or five years ago that you have to say, look, hey young brother, hey young sister, you need to do X, Y, and Z because you know if it's just you, then we fail. Right. You know. Right. So I'm I'm listen. He's I'm soaking it all up. Listen, I'm super excited for you, man. I'm so proud of you. I'm you know, we wanted to bring you up here because this is excellence. This is the beginning of something great for you and you know, you inspire you inspire us. You inspire us. So when you go up there and it's, it's getting tough, you're like, oh, I don't feel like working, I don't feel like doing this. This is think about everyone in Philly, think about your family, think about your community, think about everyone that's looking at your story saying, man, I could do that. You know, there's so many people that look at basketball players like, I want to be the next LeBron. I want to be the next Kevin Durant. Or rappers. Or ra- you know. I want to be the next, you know, T.I. or yeah. whoever. But now they can say, I want to be the next R- Richard Jenkins. And I think that's commendable, man. And we're, we're going to be, this isn't it. We're going to be following you all, along the way. And if you, if you answer our DMs too quickly, I'm like, yo, you answer that too quick. <laughs> working. Well, thank you for coming up to the Quincy Harris Morning Show with K-Fox, man. Thank you man. for having me. We're really, really, really proud of you, brother. Thank you. Keep it up, man. Keep it locked right here to 100.3 WRMB.